0: Hello there, my name is Brad, and we are Grace Teaching today. Welcome here. Also, join us on Facebook for Quality of Life Grace Teaching Ministry. We uh, post live teachings there, as well as encouraging words. And so, come on over and join us. Right here, though, we want to talk about what Jesus, what did Jesus talk about, or what did he mean when he said he was the way? This is found in John 14, 6, where Jesus was speaking to the disciples, and he says, I am the way. Well, the disciples, this was before Jesus went to a cross, remember, before the new covenant actually went in for us. And we always remember the new covenant goes in for us at the death of Jesus, not the birth of Jesus. And so when Jesus was with the disciples, they asked him, uh, the, how do we know the way to get to heaven? And Jesus looked right at them and says, I am the way. And so that's what we want to talk a little bit about that. But there's more to that verse. Of course, Jesus claimed to be the truth and the life too. So we're going to talk about this a little bit today. Welcome here. This powerful I am statement of Christ is is packed with meaning. And it's again found in John 14, 6. And Jesus, he's not merely one way among many ways to god he is the only way scripture says that the very essence of god's word is truth psalms 119 160 and here is jesus proclaiming himself that he is the truth confirming his identity as the word of god which is found in john chapter 1 verses 1 and 14 the word was was with God and was God in the beginning and uh, verse 14 that's John chapter 1 verse 14 the word became flesh and dwelt among us Jesus alone folks is the source of life so when Jesus himself says I am the life he's the creator and the sustainer of all life and the giver of eternal life and so let's let's watch out though for these false teachers out there. Jesus even warned us about this. So did the Apostle Paul, as we see. Um, these false teachers will come in and uh, teach, tickling ears and letting people hear uh, what they want to hear. And so the Apostle Paul is kind of talking about this in Second Timothy. This is his second letter to. Timothy. Remember, Timothy was a young pastor that the Apostle Paul got started. And so here is the Apostle Paul speaking to Timothy here in this letter. And it's in chapter 4, verse 3 three and 4. That's 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 3 and 4. <clears throat> he writes this, he says, for a time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to miss." You know, Jesus said that he was the way. To know him is really what he's talking about. Do you know Jesus personally? very important to understand this because he is actually saying when he claims to be the way when this when he makes his statement he's saying to know me is the way to heaven and you guys know me speaking to his disciples in the context there you know I was working worked with all different types of people and different types of belief systems and religions and you know there was uh, this one gal I was working with and she happened to, we, were, we were talking about um, Christianity and the topic came up and, and she said this she says all roads lead to God and I says well that's not what the Bible says the Bible says Jesus said himself that he was the only way to God you see so knowing that Christ is the way to God is going to help us out immensely. Remember, there are some people in this world, some Christians out there, some false teachers that are saying you don't need Christ, you don't need Jesus Christ to get to the Father. In fact, we've always been with the Father. See, don't believe that lie. That is a lie. Remember, Romans 5.12 tells us we're all spiritually dead, separated from God when we enter into this world. That means we're in Adam, we're sinners. And so that's why Jesus went to Nicodemus at night, John 3. And he says, Nicodemus, you have to be born again. And so that's what he was talking about. He was talking about our spiritual condition. We're dead and we need life in Christ. And so that's what he was talking about. But watch out for these false teachers that reject the truth and and say that you don't need Jesus Christ to be saved, say that you need you don't need Jesus to be with the Father. So don't don't believe that air. That is air. So knowing Christ personally is how we get to heaven, our home. The truth means source. Okay, source means our to go to place for our spiritual needs. And life is the connection back to God, the Father. That's what Jesus is saying about his death, burial and resurrection, when he claims, when he makes that statement in John 14:6, when he says, "I am the way, the truth and the life." So how do we get to know Jesus? Paul said this in Philippians 3:10. He says, "I want to know Christ. Yes, to know the power of His resurrection and participation in, participation in his suffering. Becoming like him in his death. I like the amplified version because he says, he goes a little deeper and he says, My determined purpose is that I may become more intimately acquainted with him. The Apostle Peter says, To grow in grace is to get to know Jesus Christ better. Remember, he is the foundation for Christianity. When we're born again, we're placed in Christ, made alive, he removes that old in Adam sinner, nature, and makes us brand new creatures in Him. 1 Corinthians 3.11 tells us no one can lay any other foundation other than the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. So He is living in us, folks. He is the source. If you're born again, Colossians 2.10 tells us we're complete through our union with Christ. Now if if you're complete with everything you need, where do you go to If you think you have something, if you have a need. Say you need uh, love, unconditional love. Where do you go? Well, if you're complete through your union with Christ, and he's your source, the truth, see, that's where we go, into him. Paul said this, And my God will meet all of your needs according to the glorious riches which are in Christ Jesus. Okay, so remember the needs for love that's unconditional love acceptance security assurance significance commitment are spiritual needs and they're already met in Christ life when Jesus claims to be the life when he made that statement in John 14:6 he's talking about being the connection back to God the Father in fact John 1:12 tells us some people did accept him they believed in his name He gave them a right to become children of God. In conclusion, once we have been placed into Christ at our conversion, our citizenship changes. No longer is our citizenship here on this earth, but it is in heaven. Okay, we have a new home. Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you in my Father's house are many mansions. Okay, I prepare a place for you. And so he's already prepared it for us. Paul said this in Philippians 3.20 about our citizenship in heaven. He says, we're citizens of heaven, speaking of the whole body of Christ. And when he speaks we, as plural, and we can hardly wait for a Savior from, the, from there. He is the Lord Jesus Christ. Remember, the apostle Paul, he can hardly wait for a Savior. He can hardly wait for Christ. You know, in heaven, if you think about it, there is no pain. There's no crying. There's no suffering. But here on earth, there will be. When we experience pain here, we get, it gives us the opportunity to get to know him better. When we have reasons to cry, it gives us reason to get to know him better. Remember, he can relate to whatever pain and suffering and trial that we're going through. He's been through it all. He's with us. Whoever's joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. He doesn't miss anything. He knows everything about us. He knows everything we're going through. If you're suffering today, he knows you're suffering. Okay? And so here on earth, these things give us an opportunity to know him. We only got a little time to get to know Christ here on earth. And so, when we're absent from these bodies, present with the Lord in heaven as spiritual beings, here having a human experience, remember: in heaven, we're not going to experience any of these, any pain or crying or suffering at all. Okay. And so, this is where uh, Jesus he uh, he says, uh, "Don't let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God; believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so." what I have not told you, that I'm going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. You know the place where I am going." And so be encouraged. You know, the, 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 what he's saying here is the Father has a big mansion and he has many rooms in this mansion. And there's a room waiting for all of us individually. Be encouraged. God bless. This has been What Did Jesus Mean When He Said He Was the Way. God bless.